welcome to episode 24 of Book Off Banter. I feel like recently I keep saying that we're going to try and keep it super lighthearted, but I definitely feel like I've got to brace myself every time I go on social media or turn the TV on and see the news. So we are going to really quickly look at the use of police horses, but then I promise you we are going to return to normal, go completely off topic, random as ever, and we're going to keep it super fun. And we are going to brave another game like what could go wrong what what could possibly go wrong and people have to bear with me because I worked the night shift last night um I haven't been to bed since so I've been awake for I don't know we'll get we're getting on for I got uh, 24 36 hours something like that but yeah just over 36 hours I've been awake straight for now brilliant so to be fair to be fair that probably won't make I'll probably make more sense having been awake for this long because to be honest, it doesn't really make much sense. I don't make much sense normally, do I? So, so um, oh my God, I'm going to tell you my news because I'm so excited. So okay, go, go. We got a new pony. <gasps> she you got a new is, pony. Yeah, but for Henry. That doesn't matter who it's for. You've got yeah. a new pony. She is the dream, like the actual dream. Um, she's like a little old, I think she's 29. Um, she's like a Dartmoor across Shetland and she is the calmest thing. And Henry is obsessed and just wants to ride her all the time. And he keeps waking me up at like five in the morning and saying, mummy, when can I see my beautiful black pony? Honestly, he's so dramatic, isn't he? He's really Aww. extra. Um, so the only downside, well, other than the fact that I have to walk everywhere with him, um, is that he, the first day, I mean, he really had lost his confidence with his previous pony. And um, yeah, I knew that he loved it, but I knew the first ride was going to be tricky. So I said, you know, yeah. Do you want to go out? And he was like, um, I think I might just stroke her. And I said, well, let's just sit you on her in the stable and you can stroke her. So we agreed yeah. with that. And then basically I kind of inched more and more. Like, But he was yeah. absolutely terrified. So I thought what I need to do here is lighten the situation. And obviously what does Henry love yeah. is me doing animal voices. So, <laughs> Of course. <laughs> Because what after all the trauma you've put yourself through with all these different voices for the dogs and the horses, why would you not create that little bit more stress of having to come up with another voice? Exactly. It just makes perfect sense, Katie. And do you know what the weird thing is? It's like, I don't know what the voice is going to be. And then so when I hear it, I'm like, oh. So I said to Ben, <laughs> turns out that Molly is Hyacinth McKay. oh i see my sister my sister calls me that so molly does a lot of like um brace yourself henry (laughs) hold on oh fantastic um so henry thinks that's hysterical um and poor ben um this is just like standard isn't it poor ben so I was trying to think because at first he was so nervous. I was trying to just talk, talk, talk all the time to keep him like, you know, amused. And so I said to Ben, um, oh, you're a large chap, aren't you? What are you, some sort of poodle cross Great Dane? Which Henry thought was hysterical. So now Molly (laughs) exclusively refers to Ben as the poodle. 
So Henry, in turn, oh has God. now started to call Ben the poodle. So he'll say, poodle, could you, could you bring me some lunch, please? <laughs> and then I love to go to the beach with my horses and Ben hates taking me. Um, and so I said, Henry, I think that Molly says she would really like to go to the beach. Maybe we should mention it to the poodle. And so um, <laughs> Henry said, poodle, Molly says that she really loves the beach and she would really love a trip. Then Ben was like, fucking Molly, the bloody bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you'll go in. Oh, no, I was just going to say something really awful then. You know, I won't say it. I was going to say, you'll go in and she'll be dead or something. Won't you like that? And you'll be like, sorry, ben. can't go to the beach. Your pony's dead. You're like, poodle, was this anything to do with you? No, nothing to do with me. She's just old. She's yeah. just old. Oh bless her! I was like, she must. She's similar age then to my Polly Pony. Uh, I've just watched though. Oh, just watched her because like Polly's like that, and the kids just clamber all over her, and they like get on her in the field, no head collar on or nothing. She's just yeah. You can't beat a good oldie, can you? Actually, you that's the only him. thing is she came with a warning of um oh don't let him catch her in the field. That's her only thing is that she'll potentially oh, really? attack him if he goes near her in the field. Um, and Jesus Christ, it's feisty. So really? we, turn, we turned her out because the, the owner had said, oh, I think she would like to be out with small pony. So I put her out with Katie, you know, the little Connie, who was oh, yeah. absolutely terrified of her. Like, <laughs> so scared because Molly is so sassy in the field. So then I tried it with Tinkerbell really? again. Tinkerbell terrified. So Molly basically oh my God. every horse on the yard except Pancake, who she adores and trots oh. round after. See, pop my Polly and Vince, they're like they're they're love's young dream, apart from Polly's really, really old. And uh yeah, like she she follows Vince round. It's oh, that's cute. Pancake's got a girlfriend. I know, but even he, so we've always struggled with Pancake turning him out because he gallops around, he really annoys the other horses, which is why I would never have chosen him for a, her friend. But even he yeah, gallops yeah. round, but in very, very wide away circles to her because she just looks at him and he's like, oh yes, sorry <laughs> Molly, <laughs> getting a bit close there. So she's basically ruling with an iron fist. The poodle, the horses, oh, they're all... Her. Under a spell. <laughs> oh, a new pony. That's great news. Uh, my news, not a lot really. Went back to work. Um, haven't really done a lot. I mean, I've been sort of working Vince. Um, and we've got our first lesson on Thursday. Oh. I thought I'd let it just sort of tickle over a little bit and see how things were working. So yeah. I'm going to a private yard. I'm having a private lesson. It's all sort of no contact, socially distant. So I thought, you know what? I need to go. I need to do something. I'm not going to be going out competing yet, but I do feel like I need to do something a bit different. I bought a load of an old load of old jumps and barrels and stuff from somebody on Facebook, and this bloke turned up in this trailer and just dumped them all on my field. Um, I spent like a hundred pound. I got poles, and so I keep looking at it, going, "Yeah, I'm going to build some jumps." And I feel like I don't. Ground's been too hard, so I've got big dreams for down there. Um, yeah, so but as far as I've concerned, hello, dog. Uh, oh, oh, you know, Hugo doesn't want to miss out. 
think it was the jumps. He got very well, excited. Well, Hugo's, uh, yeah, Hugo was telling me, he's going, get on with it, woman. Get on with it, <laughs> woman. He's like, just, yeah. Um, so, yeah, lots of exciting stuff happening in the next couple of weeks. But still at the moment, we're still very much in sort of lockdown. Although bad news, Katie, maybe you might not want to hear this news. Skate parks have opened. Oh my God, I'm not telling Henry. Well, to be fair, Henry's still in a cast. Maybe he, might, he won't want to go. Oh, uh, I was going to say, now he's got a pony, he might not want to go. Oh, he'll no doubt want to do that still. But yeah, he went to the hospital, he was raging because the first doctor had basically said like, oh, definitely the cast will be coming off next time. And then this next doctor that we saw was like, absolutely no way, it was never coming off. The crack goes right into his oh, elbow joint. No. So Henry was like... <gasps> So yeah, anyway, poor bugger. Still oh, no. in cast. Um so he's he's just on the lead rain on Molly. Um I had I had a lesson on yesterday. <laughs> um, oh. yeah. Yeah, I had my first lesson. Um so I me and Pancake had a parting of of ways on Friday. Our oh. first oh. our first parting of ways um since I owned him. And Basically, he's just, I think he's, he needs like jumped or worked properly. So anyway, I decided yeah. that that was all Carla. Um, so I very kindly elected that Carla should ride him and tire him out for me. So that yeah, was, <laughs> I bet that was good fun. Manny, Manny was a really good boy. And actually I had a lesson on little Katie Pony um, and she was a really good girl. And then it got to Pancake and I was like, Carla, I think maybe you should just ride Pancake. Yeah. It's like, yeah, thanks for that. That's great. So she got off like dripping with sweat. That's, well, that's kind of where I got with Vince. I've done what I can at home. And, you know, he's been a bit, he's been a bit of a bellend, if I'm honest. You know, and I just, and he sometimes gets like that when he's bored. That's like Pancake. And yeah. he just said to me, I was just like, I just want to do more. And I'm just like, oh God. So I thought, well, if I have a lesson, that might keep him on side for a bit longer. He's going to be beside himself. He hasn't jumped since March. And obviously the ground's been so hard that even though I've got my Facebook jumps, I haven't been able to jump. So I'm going to go to a jumping lesson on a horse that hasn't jumped since March. That'll be fun. Mine were just flat lessons. Oh my God. Yeah. I think, my, I think mine might end up just being a flat lesson. I've got a feeling that your wanker of the week is going to be a good one next time. In a couple of weeks. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely my other news is my little luna pony oh has gone to a lovely lovely new home i did wonder about this i saw something on your facebook and i was like she sold her pony already because we were saying weren't we how like you could so easily sell them um and there were old heads on young shoulders etc etc and then i saw like her beautiful face and you were like oh she's selling she was like she sold one of them. And I, yeah. I didn't want to ask in case I got, I got completely the wrong end of the stick. So she's gone. She's gone. She was Ben will be really, glad. One yeah. less horse. Well, actually, I've bought another one. Um, oh, well, I was going to say, then you went and bought one, didn't oh, you? Oh, no, maybe? no. I've got another one as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> How many horses have you actually got now? Um, at the I minute, I've got six. But Henry's got two. Oh, just six then, yeah. Well, Henry's got two. Of the, like, I've got my three. And then I've got Katie Pony. Um... But yeah, Luna wasn't advertised. I hadn't written an advert or anything for it. But this woman was really, really lovely woman. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm really happy with that. Um, but we're going to hold on to Katie for a little sure. bit longer. So yeah, lots of news. Good news all round. Lots, quite a lot of news considering we're still not really doing anything. 
That's a sheep and ponies, though, to be fair, isn't it? Sheep and ponies. Yeah. So, shall we move on to the um, controversy recently over whether or not police horses should still be being used? What are your thoughts on that? Mm. I would be desperately sad to lose the mounted police. And I think they've got a wonderful, wonderful job. And they have got a fantastic role and they do create a certain kind of atmosphere in certain situations but my issue is um there are situations then which turn and I personally am not comfortable with watching horses in those situations so I think you know just at they should go to these protests and these parades and these football matches because I've, I've seen them. I lived in Stoke-on-Trent once uh, for a while and um, I accidentally walked into the middle of, um, there's two football teams in Stoke-on-Trent, there's uh, Port Vale and Stoke and they hate each other. And so whenever there's a home game with one of those, like the whole town has to go into lockdown, I accidentally walked into the middle of a spa of these, fa- of these fans typical me and I watched you know, all these times and I watched this team of mounted police calmly disperse these crowds of uh, football fans warring football fans and they showed the, the fans seemed to show a good deal of respect to the horses and they moved out the way and they had a, and horses they've got a calming influence they sort of like they calmed everything it was all and that and I can see why they use them. You know, the police could look far ahead. They could see what was going on. It got them out of the way. You know, instead of being on feet, you know, punches could be thrown at them. You could see the advantages of using them. And in that situation, it was 100% the right thing to do. But then nobody was throwing stuff at the horses. There wasn't f- flares going off and bikes being wheeled at them or anything like this. Um, and so for that situation, it was right. So what I think, yes, we should keep them. Because if I'm at anything and there's a mounted police there, you want to bet your ass I'm going to go and stroke that horse. Um, I love it. I love him. I think it would be desperately sad to lose him completely. But I do think there has to be a point in a riot or a demonstration where a decision is made that it's not in the best interest of the welfare of the horse and they are withdrawn. I just don't, I'm not comfortable with seeing horses being used we we don't use horses in war anymore should we be using them in that situation that's personally just where i am what do you think you're exactly the same as ben like he okay um says basically exactly the same he feels that they've got a definite place in um crowd Mm. control um peaceful protests but that he doesn't think that they should be sent in when there's a likelihood of you know it's going to escalate and he also um thinks that you know if it if it does escalate to that situation then the horses should be pulled back out yeah 100 i agree with him i may be slightly more on the i'm not sure anymore um right so i worked with the mounted police horses i looked after them um and I can see like the huge benefits that they that they have, mm. and similar to what you're saying, we have um, Sunderland and Newcastle up here. When they have a derby match, the ho- all the horses are sent in, 
and they do an amazing job and you know they do the job of hundreds of officers because people who yeah. aren't horsey they're on the back foot with a, a horse of that size yeah and um, so I can definitely see like the advantage of them my concern now is that people do seem to very quickly escalate and they do yeah and like say with this like with the protests that are going on at the minute which i'm not going to get into because you know it's political and that's not what this yeah, podcast we're not is about that. but i don't think that most of the people who went there went there with the intention of of that happening but i think that sometimes no. people who aren't going for the actual reason of the protest you will just get some people who would just go because they're anarchists and they enjoy mm. that sort of a situation. And I just worry that that seems to be becoming a little bit more prevalent now. And that the horses are, they need to be able to pay their way because they're expensive, you know? Yeah. Um, those, yeah. Those mounted units are a lot. And I don't know if increasingly we're going to find that if we make this ruling that we're going to have to keep saying, should they go in there? Should they go in there? You know, like at our last derby match, I think it was our last yeah. derby match. That was the one where the, the guy punched the horse square in the nose. Um, yeah. And I just kind of think people seem to not have as much respect. And, and no, it, that's, that's kind of what, that's it just kind upsets of what me. I was thinking. Yeah, that was kind of what I was thinking. Because, you know, you know, I'm talking when I was in Stoke, I'm talking 15 years ago, something like yeah. that. So I don't know, maybe over 15 years, I'm saying that people generally don't just give a shit anymore and and i also think this you're saying about people don't have respect all these social media things showing the bolting horse and the person throwing the bike at the horse etc does that do any good is it showing these horses being so vulnerable and, and stuff like that that just undermines them so yeah. the next time these people troublemakers go out they're just saying oh well it doesn't matter about a horse i'll just throw a bike at them or, or we'll take a whole load of fire so yeah i mean jesus exactly, christ did you exactly all that woman had i mean oh my god she hit a traffic light didn't she yeah like fucking hell that was bad she went like a rag doll she yeah. went like a rag it was a terrible terrible thought um when i saw it my heart was in my mouth you know yeah. like and it was you know, and, and you know and there i was, think that's uh, the other thing you know worry about that horse Sorry, like those police officers, for all in a good situation, the horses are, are kind of protecting them. In yeah. those situations where the horses are terrified, where riders, we know that when a horse is running in blind fear, mm. nothing you can do. And 100%. In those situations, those riders are incredibly vulnerable. Even more so. Yeah. Even more so. So I don't know. Like I say, I mean, I just, I, I would. I would hate to lose them. Um, I think they've, and I, you know, I think they've got, they do have, like I say, this calming atmosphere and a peaceful thing. And I do think it'd be really, really sad to lose that because there's just these few people that have lost respect. Um, you know, I, you just got to ask yourself, what sort of fucking moron punches a horse? Maybe, do you know, I don't I care know how heated you are, but... He got a year that's in where, prison. That's where we need to go. We, yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. Go. Maybe if we are going to continue to use them, then the penalties need to be a lot Yeah, ABH, harder. GBH. Yeah. Actual body harm, grievous body harm. Let's bring those in for serving animals, yeah. any serving animal. And I think that, um, you know, I just, 
you know, I just, it blows my mind to think that somebody would think it's okay to act like that to a horse. I don't care what your beliefs are at any point. That horse has got nothing to do with it. That no. horse doesn't care if your football team lost or won. That horse. So whether you hate the police or not, you can't hate a police horse. I always say, I think we would be a lot more different to horses if they yelped like dogs did. Mm. Um, and I, yeah, think, true, I think if that's, I think because horses are silent and we don't hear their fear, I think, or their pain, I think that that's why people behave the way they do. Oh, big, strong horse. We mm. know as horse lovers, they're not big, strong, they're actually quite fragile creatures. So, you know, that's my take on it. So we've done that. We're now going to just go totally random and we are going to do that game. What's that game called? Where you put that thing in your mouth. What, what did you call it? Speak out. Yeah. Speak out. So what we've decided to do is we are going to do an advert for a horse. Um, we're going to kind of do those adverts where you, where a, a horsey person can read what they maybe were saying behind. What am I trying to say here? Um, yeah, what the hit- read between the lines. A horsey, yeah. a horsey yeah. person can maybe read yeah. between the lines in these adverts. Um, but with these things in our mouth. But Carla has said, and actually, I didn't know why I could speak quite easily, I think, with this thing in my mouth. And Carla says she can because she's got a big mouth. So perhaps we've both got big mouths. I've got a massive gob, honestly. Honestly, it's massive. It doesn't even stretch with this thing. And maybe it's like not talking normally. that well for us because we're both big mouths. But anyway, let's go. So I've got to guess what Carla's saying, and she's got to guess. Oh. Okay. 16 on, striking chestnut there. Very enthusiastic jumper would be a great horse for the right rider. Needs work. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, sorry. Very enthusiastic jumper would be a great horse for the right rider. Needs, okay. Needs work in the school, but plenty of potential. Seen traffic, good to shoe and box, open to sensible offers. Oh, Jesus. I'm driven. I know, I was... Okay. All right, now you. Okay. Okay. Grey Gelding, 15-2. Perfect family horse. 100% safe in any way. Can put your granny on. Absolutely not, because hat down... Could hack down and fit. Has hunted, will jump, good to shoe, bargain, really relisted due to time wasters. Okay. Okay. I think that we have got two big mouths. All that game. And I can, honestly, well, anyway, okay. your ad was, and I'll tell you, I'll, I'd like to tell you what the ad was and then tell you what I think the horse actually exactly, is. Exactly, yeah. Right, okay. So 16 1. Striking yeah. chestnut mare. Yeah. That striking chestnut Very enthusiastic jumper. Yeah. Would be great horse for the right rider. Yeah. Needs work in the school. Plenty of potential. Yeah. Scene traffic. Yeah. Good to shoe and box. Yeah. Open to sensible offers. Yeah. Right. So. Perfect. It's, prob- it's probably a 15-2. <laughs> ugly as you like. <laughs> chestnut mare 
but it'll be all the chrome, right? So it'll have white <laughs> legs and a big white face, but it'll be it'll have like a U neck and a roach yeah. back. Because like. very vague, isn't it? <laughs> it's just got white legs. Let's be quite honest. If something's striking, it's got white legs. Very enthusiastic jumper. Nobody can hold one side of this horse when there's a jump in the arena. It doesn't matter what yes. bit it's in. It doesn't matter what you cannot hold this horse it's the sort of horse that someone will go i was going to do flat work today and there's a jump we'll have to move everything it can't even sniff a pole (laughs) hide the poles hide the poles (laughs) um would be the great horse for the right rider throwing down the gauntlet basically saying (laughs) if you don't like this horse it's because you're a shit rider basically (laughs) so to try to try to get people get them in there uh needs work in the school but plenty of potential they don't school this horse. Yeah. They just hold on to it whilst it jumps. They don't school it. It, it can't trot a circle. It, it can't. It just falls over. I'm actually tries. starting See, to feel like I've described pancake. <laughs> <laughs> Seen traffic. It didn't go well. They basically stood at the bottom of the drive. A bicycle went past. It bolted back up the drive. That's what happened there. Good to shoe and box. But you can't clip it unless it's had a fuck ton of ketamine. Um, And open to sensible offers. Somebody please just take this fucking horse off our hands. Am I right or am I right? (laughs) Absolutely perfect. (laughs) That's actually more fun than the other game. (laughs) That's amazing. Because do you do that? Do you just for fun read adverts and yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I do that all the time. I'm like, yeah, that's what you mean by that. That's what you mean by that. Yeah, absolutely. We're not stupid. We're still gonna buy them though, don't we? Like, oh, oh, oh yeah, striking. Like, I can't remember how he described pancake. But what's really sad and what actually made Carla just about cry yesterday is that they were actually very honest with Pancake. And she just, every so often, she just says, oh, Katie, like, why did you buy him? <laughs> like, because oh, we like a challenge, don't we? Love him. <laughs> Everyone right. likes a challenge. That's what this one is. That's, you must have been his, uh, for the right rider. I know. Dickhead, basically. Plenty of potential for the right riding. You saw you come in. They had big windows, didn't they? <laughs> they did. <laughs> I will literally never live buying pancake down. Like it's gonna haunt me. Ben and Carl are gonna write that on my gravestone. Here lies Katie, absolute moron who bought pancake. Who does that to us? Um, yeah. All right. So yours is Grey Gelding, fifteen two, perfect family horse, a hundred percent safe in any way. Can put your granny on. Absolutely bomb-proof, could hack down M6, has hunted, will jump, good to shoe, bargain. Relisted due to time wasters. Yeah, that was 100% it. I'm out of too big for this game, aren't I? That game is no good for people with big mouths. Um, Okay, so grey gelding, nobody wants a grey horse because you've got to wash it all the time. So that's the first thing. 15-2. So it's probably going to be 14 too, I'm going to say. Mm. Perfect family horse. Uh, That probably means they're not quite sure what market to aim it at. So they're just going to keep it really general. And like, 
it might suit your granny or on a bad day it might suit the teenager another one that's ugly as well because basically it's a family hall so you won't ever be able to show it that's what they're saying isn't it it's minging anyway Um, sorry 100% safe in any way can put your granny on well maybe your granny's not been very nice to you in the past I mean (laughs) 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 or maybe you think like well she's had a good life you know she's 90 now (laughs) (laughs) absolutely absolutely (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, could hack down M6. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I have actually seen that on an advert. I've actually seen that on an advert. <laughs> the thing I think is, but why the fuck would you? Exactly. <laughs> we were like, what would you even put that in an advert for? I saw that in an advert. Have you and tested it? Like, Exactly. It's untestable, isn't it? Yeah. They can put yeah, they can put that shit. Because they can't ever they can't ever come back on it. You got you've never It's well, like saying horse is could ride traffic. it on the moon. Well, yes, if I could yeah. get it to the moon, then I could ride it there probably. <laughs> like I said, but then like even if it's really bad in traffic, they could go, Well, actually it is sold at scene. We told you you could hack it down the M six. We didn't say anything about a little B country road. No. We never said it's in a combine. Um, <laughs> exactly. Has hunted. Will never, ever do it again. <laughs> there is no hip flask that can make hunting this horse bearable. Um, will jump <laughs> with maybe, I don't know, a lunch whip of its arse and like, um, I don't know, a spiky set of spurs and the jump put at maybe 30 centimetres could be persuaded to yeah. interfere a pole. Absolutely. Good to shoe. Now this one, that's leaving a lot, isn't it? So you can't catch it, which in fairness means that you'll never have to worry about hacking it. No. Hunting it because you're never going to be able to catch it. Definitely won't be able to clip it. Won't be able to get it anywhere to a show. You're never going to be able to hunt it unless you hack it down the M6 to the meat. <laughs> um, relisted due to time wasters, which I think potentially the last person that came to look at it left with two broken arms and maybe... <laughs> <laughs> a punctured lung or something um so unfortunately possibly, they're not going to be able to proceed possibly. with the sale <laughs> is that about right either that or that is a hundred percent right a hundred percent right the horse's or, value at 50 pounds and the seller felt that that was underpriced or the big one is which is when the horse fails the vetting and yeah. they relist it due to ta- uh, dream due to a time waster no it failed the vetting <laughs> And they, they just hope that if they keep putting that, someone will come along and not have it vetted. Um, but yeah. Actually, I've got, Absolutely. Little, I've got a funny vetting story. So the lady who bought Luna, she got her vetted. And um, Henry gets really irate, as we've talked. He's got a lot of attitude. And so I was obviously running back forward, back forward, like flexion test, you know. Then we're in the school, cantering around and all these things. And Henry was annoyed because he was having to stay with Ben's parents and I was doing all this and he felt I should be giving him his undivided, my undivided attention. So when I got in, he said, what is going on out there? And I said, well, he was vetting it. And he said, oh, our vet would never have done all that. Our vet would have just looked at the horse <laughs> and that would have been enough. And I said, <laughs> I know, but Henry... It's a vetting. 
So he said, but there's nothing wrong with it. And I said, I know, but we know that. But the lady who's buying it, and he said, well, just ask you. And I was like, you can't explain, can you, that like most people are bloody liars. So I said, I know, but she just wants to be extra sure. And he said, well, so the vet that we use most of the time is, is called Alex. He said, Alex would never have done all that. Alex is far more skillful. <laughs> to think we're gonna to have to have henry on this podcast oh my he god he basically is he's basically the hero that we didn't know we needed <laughs> at this time isn't he he really is he's just a delight we should have him on yeah we should it would be funny god knows what he'd say but i'd have to edit it extensively oh my god i know well we'll have his we'll have henry not my children because you think my language is bad <laughs> All right, so we are now going to do a question. We haven't really done very many questions for a while, actually, because we just talk too much and then we never have time. But um, we got a question from Joanne Quayle, and I thought it was a really interesting question. So if you could start your horsey life all over again, would you do anything different? Different horses, different disciplines, different decisions. There's some days, you know those days, when I wish I'd taken up golf instead but I don't think I'd actually change anything. I'd miss my horsey gang and there's time yet to have a go at new stuff. I just need to put my big girl brave pants on. Stay safe, Joe. So what do you think? It's a hard one, isn't it, that? It really is a hard one because sometimes when you're all like being all reflective and you sort of think, all that shit that happened in the past and all those crap events I did and blah, blah, that got me to where I am now. So it's really difficult to sort of go, well, what would I, I know I would still have horses. I know that much. Um, I would have perhaps tried to have horses and, and got into eventing younger. I think if, I, if anything, that's the only thing I would have done differently. Um, you know, obviously I wasn't from a horsey family, so I was a bit stuck with that. But I think I would have made a bit more determination to maybe seek out rides and stuff, perhaps what you know earlier on and and maybe seeing if I could have like I said started eventing when I was brave you know when you're young and brave and you're not scared yeah. of anything I think if I I see now I um I've got some lovely friends and um one of them's uh, a lovely girl called Chessie who's 15 and she's you know she's she's got very supportive family which really does help but yeah. she's a beautiful rider and not just that she's utterly fearless not like reckless she's utterly fearless and just being able to be like that and I just think I wonder where I would have got had I had that fearlessness when I started because obviously I was older when I started eventing so obviously all the you know bounce as well and all that fear stuff kicks in so I think that's the only thing I certainly wouldn't change solo has been annoying me this week but no I wouldn't change the horses (laughs) I've got I wouldn't change the horses I've got um certainly would never have changed taking Vince that's just been you know absolutely amazing um but yeah I just being able to maybe push it a bit earlier and being brave enough to start it earlier and yeah that is my only regret I think with the horse world but I'm, I would have watched even though eventing absolutely breaks me in every way financially mentally physically absolutely breaks me I can't I don't wouldn't get the same from any other sport 
I try I do keep trying them but I just it does doesn't do it for me so I'd still be inventing I just wish I'd started sooner I mean, what you you? said there, though, like, it's all about the family, isn't it? I mean, you know, for for that young girl, to have a supportive family when you're younger, that's what, you know, you can't do it without that when you're young, can you really? Um, No. So that would have been so so hard. Yeah, I would have loved that as well. But um, so actually, I would change quite a lot. (gasps) Wow. I wouldn't change discipline. I think show jumping really suits me. I mean, not in the fact that I'm good at it, because I'm not. But... Um, I think I, I, dressage doesn't do it for me and eventing, I don't think my personality would lend itself to three different kind of disciplines. So although I would, can I I just say this, Katie, as your friend, can I just say, sorry to interrupt you (laughs) as your friend, I would 100% agree that your personality cannot cope with three disciplines. Yeah. I can't, I could a hundred percent say you would you'd be you'd drive yourself mad yeah i would I, because of how you're, you know so, so sorry i think to show jumping you. is a really good fit for me uh, if i was just better at it it would be a really good fit anyway um i would change oh my god if i could go back and find carla to train me years before so it's still like a bit of a standing joke with me and uh, the horse's physio because I was going to use someone else. And, and she said, no, 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 please. Will you just try this girl for me? Um, and even now I say, why did you not tell me about her years before? Like that would have made yeah. a difference. So I would love to go back um, and do that. Most of the change that I would make would be um, horses. I would. I was going to say, would you have still bought pancake? Yes. Can you believe it? I actually would. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I even said that to Carla yesterday when she was, you know, nearly crying with frustration with him. Um, I said, I'd do it again. I'd buy him again. Because for me, he does the job. I enjoy to jump him. And that's what it's about for me. Mm. Um, so like the problems are coming because we're trying to teach him flat work and he, he's never learned it before. And that's what he finds really difficult. But yeah, I would buy him again, but I would not buy a lot of the other ones that I've bought. I wouldn't keep horses that don't want to do the job, that are stoppers. Those ones that I, I used to buy really cheap and think like, oh, you know, like that moment that we talked about in the past, in a past podcast where I was expecting them to fall in love with me and do it out of sheer love mm-hmm. and devotion. And it, in actual fact, they just broke various bones on me. Um, yeah, I wouldn't do that. It absolutely fucked my confidence um it took loads of love out of the sport I've only just really got my confidence properly back because of the two boys and you know what it is like the boys have got the issues but they love the job that I love and Mm -hmm. it's given me that back and I wish I like if I could go back I would slap myself around the face with a wet fish and just say like sorry why are you going jumping when literally the horse is trying to bury you at the first fence what's Mm. being trying to achieve with that um so I definitely there is a probably about six horses that I would not buy again um, wow yeah I think six I was gonna say they're not the six you've got in the stables <laughs> <at> them. <laughs> I love me I don't know yeah Belinda if I could have had Carla training me I'd buy her again but without Carla yeah. training me I had a lot of accidents on her but yeah 
I love everything that's in my stable now. I absolutely adore them. Um, mm. But yeah, this, the, the horses that really, really damaged my confidence, um, I, would, I wouldn't buy those again. And yeah, it's funny. When I first read it, my first thing was like, oh my God, if I could go back and not, not start to ride. Think how much money you'd have and how easy your life would be. Oh my God. But then I'm like you and I just think, what do people who don't ride do? Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? What do you get like Boring. really excited about? And what do you spend your money on? And I, I, I don't, what, I don't know. I don't think I could do that. Not for me. I, Not for me. I feel so lucky to have found a sport that is absolutely all consuming that is the thing that yeah I wake up thinking about it's yeah the... i i worry about people that don't have that passion yeah I so do i what drives you what actually makes you get out of bed what, your yeah. job you're making money fashion what makes you no, surely none of those things get you out of bed with your heart pumping like a show morning does or even just going for a lovely ride on your horse. And like, so... I think because I'm a bit of a like, like, I don't know, I'm like, a, I don't know why I've lost all my words today. Um, I think I would potentially be too much with Henry if I didn't have that, you know? And then I'd be one of those like mums who was always like, no, 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 and I'm going to take you here and we need to do this. And whereas in actual mm-hmm. fact, I'm more interested in like, I'm going to a show this weekend. So yeah, just crack on. Yeah, and I yeah. actually think that that's really healthy for him, because my mm. life isn't devoted to watching him live his. It's like I love no, exactly. watching him, but equally I'm going to do my own thing as well. So I mean, really, what I'm trying to say is I think it's beneficial for the whole family, <laughs> and the poodle should yeah. be very grateful. All that money we, <laughs> all that money we spend, it's it's for your own good, family. <laughs> it's for your own good. We're not being selfish. We're thinking of you. And exactly. that is what we're going with. <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's the, going to be the tagline. We're going to stick to that. All right. So we are now going to go on to Wank It of the Week. Do you want to go first or shall I? Okay. So I have had uh, this idea. Well, actually, it was suggested to me. Uh, I don't know if you've seen them, but some event riders, they do this thing. Um, where the horse is doing around, it's they get videos of their rounds. Um, in eventing, you can sometimes buy the videos from companies. Oh yeah. So they get the videos of the round, and then they do like a voiceover talking about what they're thinking about each fence, how each fence went, yada yada. Okay. So I kind of thought, oh, that might be quite funny if I do it my own way. You know, something a bit. Yeah. But anyway, so I thought, well, I'll do it my way. Um, so I sort of said to people, what do you think? And they're like brilliant you know please do it it'll be really good fun so it's like okay so I had this great idea that when I filmed it I was going to be in like the top corner so you'd have the video and then you'd have me in the top corner wouldn't it be funny if I had a microphone so I was like commentating on my own round wouldn't that be funny yeah so I went on the old Bay of E to order a microphone and I saw this one which was shiny and pink and I thought good price I'm gonna buy this microphone and uh anyway the microphone arrived and we didn't realize it arrived because it came in a very small box and it came in a very small box because the microphone i had ordered was too 
and a half centimeters big. It was tiny. It's this abs. It looks like a toy one. It looks like something for a Barbie. It's absolutely minute. So we plugged it into my phone. It didn't even work. I was like, I've bought a toy microphone. Anyway, you can buy an attachment. So now it actually does work. And my family are sick to fucking death of me because I will no longer communicate by talking normally. I will only communicate via my tiny microphone. So like, does it actually work? Walk. Yes, <laughs> it actually works. It actually works. I have to use it through my phone. I have to use it through my phone. And then like, I, yeah, so I basically just talk and I'm like, so then guys, what, and then it started off being funny, probably like for the first hour that I did it, possibly even an hour and a half. <laughs> Four hours later, my family were all like, I'm going to fucking break that microphone. So <laughs> yeah. To be fair, it doesn't sound like it's so hot. Basically- you have to flick it. I know. I know. My little two and a half, my little two and a half cent. It's tiny. Oh, they could hide um, it. It would literally be like my- a needle in a haystack, wouldn't it? Never find it again. Yeah. Never find it again. Absolutely. I love this little microphone. So, <laughs> so I've been putting it on my Instagram stories. I've been like talking with this little microphone and stuff and um, telling stories and stuff with it. It's you giving me so much joy. Yeah, exactly. It's making me so happy. I mean, it was a wankerish thing to do, which was to buy such a small microphone. But I've made the best out of a bad job. Yeah. I'm having the time of my life with my <laughs> mini microphone. And there's a lot of people that are quite envious of it. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. Might have started a trend. Exactly. You're not gonna, you don't just want to fit in, do you? Stand out. No. Um, all right, so my wanker of the week. I was like to Ben, I don't think I've done anything wankerish. And he immediately said, eh, what about this one? I was like, oh, yeah, okay then. That's quite good. Oh, yeah. Um, so we live on a property, like we've got a house and my parents-in-law have got a house. And my father-in-law is amazing with like the gardening and he keeps the place looking really, really nice. Me and Ben are absolutely shit really don't help and because it's not our thing but we do like the place to look nice so anyway we um yeah we decided that there was this bit of like rough grass where I keep all my jumps outside the arena and we decided that was gonna become part of the garden so we got it all dug out and we put topsoil on and we got all the rocks out and when I say we I was more in a supervisory capacity because I had recently fallen off pancake and my back was really sore. So I kind of, you know, one of those where you help, but at a very slow pace, um, didn't want to over, overexert myself. So anyway, then they grass seeded it all. So it took fecking ages and off I went to the field to catch pancake and Molly left the gate open, walked right down. Cause they were like right at the back of the big field and pancake who is amazing to catch no trouble at all yeah so pancake took off full tilt gallop and that was kind of like was like fine no you'll stop at the gate and then i realized that i hadn't shut the gate and of course where did pancake decide to gallop straight across oh no the lovely level grass that i had really done very little towards but the rest of the family had worked really hard on supervised exactly so yeah so that was my wanker of the week oh well was it you or was it pancake oh i think pancake i mean you know yeah let him take that one (laughs) and i would have helped more for my parting of the ways with him so all round actually i think it was his fault my husband has stopped trying to do our garden 
he's literally stopped mowing the grass and stuff because pretty much we reckon, reckon Vince sits there and watches him mow the grass <laughs> and thinks, ah, sucker, because you can guarantee when he cuts the grass, the day or so later, Vince will jump out and have a bit of a jolly, usually like turn it up a bit, it's like, yeah, hey, have these, have these holes in your lawn. So he doesn't cut the grass anymore. So like, no, I'm not cutting it because that fucking horse watches and then churns it up. So Fair enough. I mean, I think maybe that Vince is just actually trying to help him and he senses that he doesn't want to cut the grass. And so he's just trying to be helpful. So I'll give you an excuse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so we have got, um, we've got one sent in by Marion Hutchison. And she said, I'd like to nominate my husband, Mike, a.k.a. the Cobb Father. I love all of her names. In oh, this. this, yeah, they're brilliant. Yeah, I know who Marion is, yeah. While I was recovering from surgery, my sister was competing my horse, Sid, the Cobblet of Fire, for me at a working hunter show. I wasn't well enough to be any help, but I was more than capable of being bossy and telling everyone what to do. The cob father was in the back of the trailer getting Sid ready, so I went to get the numbers from the secretary's tent. My last words to cob father were, you'd better put Sid's halter back on and shut the groom's door or there'll be an accident. Yeah, yeah, rep- replies the cob father. No sooner do I get to the tent when I hear an enormous clatter and I turn round to see Sid disappearing at high speed with Cobb Father in hot pursuit holding onto his mm. tail. On further questioning, the Cobb Father revealed <laughs> that Sid had somehow squeezed his returned Cobby body out of the groom's door and headed off in search of grass. Mm. Can you believe that? A, a Cobb fitting through. How does he manage that? Well, she put she put never underestimate the determination of a hungry cob. People, this is actually quite true, isn't it? Yeah, he was holding onto his tail because it was the only bit of Sid that he had to grab. Being hogged, there was no mane to hold onto, and there was no halter as previous instructions had not been followed. Luckily, Sid stopped as soon as he found grass, and I felt completely justified with the. What did I tell you, Rand, that I inflicted on the cob father? That's I can amazing, imagine. isn't it? It is absolutely brilliant. I love the fact as well that the horse probably listened. Yes. The cobbler <laughs> of fire was like, oh, I hadn't, hadn't thought about squeezing through that door, but now she mentions it. I could, I could definitely get through there. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon. Cheers <laughs> to that, Mum. <laughs> imagine it like sizing up the groomstone going, what could go yeah, wrong? Yeah, come on, let's have, let's have it. Let's have it. What could, what could possibly go wrong? I've just got visions of it, like, you know, in a cartoon, of it cantering across the showground, wearing, like, you know, like a metal kind of <laughs> rectangle frame <laughs> <laughs> with a man attached to the end of it. Around its waist. Yeah. Around its waist, like um, a ballerina tutu. Yeah. Like that with this man <laughs> holding on to the tail. They're like, is this all the other people at the show going, is that some sort of modern art? <laughs> actually i was at a show once and i had a really clingy horse and so i made um i made ben hold the clingy horse and i was riding my pony in this class and he lost the horse kicked him and he let go and it joined me in the ring and it was cantering around the ring course in carnage and i just did the like well i don't know whose horse that is (laughs) oh there's a there's a tick there's a TikTok with that, isn't there? When there's an Irish there? one, they're going. It goes really quiet for a while. Yeah, it's really quiet because whose horse is that? <laughs> that was a really good accent. <laughs> that that was 
That was a good accent. That was almost that. That was almost Irish, wasn't it? It's the TikTok. You need to watch more Australian TikToks. I could, yeah. I've been doing Irish accents because I've been hacking out with Molly on Katie. So I have to do Um, a conversation between the two, switching between Irish and Hyacinth Bouquet. mm, Honestly, I think I deserve an Oscar. I'll tell you something. I kind of... (laughs) I kind of want you to video it. That's never going to happen. I think we need a little video on our <laughs> Facebook page of you chattering away. Chatter between the two horses. Maybe throw a dog in. I'm all over that. Go on, never, do it. I've never on. even thought of that. Do it. I might do that, yeah. Please do a video. So like, you don't have to be in it. Just show their faces and then just your voices like they're having a conversation. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god, you could do a series. It could turn into like like a soap opera or something. Yeah. Sod my voiceover on a YouTube. This is what we want. This is give the people what they want. I'm telling you now. We you know that I'm gonna voiceover. get a load of we messages going. Voiceover. We don't want this, Katie. Please don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> we have no interest. Oh, uh, I think. <laughs> Oh, I think I know our listeners. I think I know exactly what they're like. I hope so anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Please. Just, just, all right. All right. The series. It uh, might be a step too me far. Going a bit too far. <laughs> but you must at some stage do a video. Yes. Oh, please. I'll lend you my little, I'll lend you the mini <laughs> microphone if you want. Oh, great. So I've got to like do the voices, ride the pony and also hold on to a miniature microphone. Yeah. <laughs> No trouble at all. It's not, it's not hard to hold. Like it's not heavy. It's, it's like literally grasp it between your finger and thumb. Oh. You won't even know you've got it. Oh, I love my. Anyway, I'm not. If I if you need a mini microphone, I'll buy you one because I'm not letting my one out of my no. sight. I love it too much. Yeah, don't be separated from that mini microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do listeners think? Do we go? Does Katie do a little voiceover video for us? Maybe introduce us to all her horses. Uh, with their voices doing their voices like telling us who they are <laughs> maybe i think so let's maybe may, maybe wicked that's what i was telling mum thing to say <laughs> yeah, we'll I'm see this idea um yes that's such a mum thing to say isn't it? my yes. kids do that I was like, can we go to the skate park we'll see <laughs> and they kid, kids are terminally optimistic aren't they like yeah, yeah we'll go to the skate park and I'm like fucking not <laughs> we fucking aren't <laughs> yeah we'll see and maybe are like horse adverts aren't they we can read between the lines and we hear not a fucking chance but the kids they're naive they're still reading enthusiastic to jump means like oh they're really good yeah oh look at the help yeah (laughs) don't realize that it means you're going to lose working limbs and probably both front teeth exactly exactly all right um, so please keep sending all of your stories and questions to Book Off Banter on Facebook and Instagram and keep sharing us in your stories and tagging us. We love that. And also send any emails to bookoffbanter at gmail.com. And please, please, can people still keep voting for us for the podcast awards, please? If you haven't voted and would like to, um, you can do that at britishpodcastawards.com. We would be so, so grateful. We want to wear sparkly dresses. I mean, we're wearing them anyway. And probably doing voices. A hundred percent. That could be us winning it, Katie. Them voices, <laughs> them voiceovers, 
that can mean the difference between us knocking them Ramses off exactly not I mean how many like millions have they got but can they do oh. an Irish accent that's the thing can, can they, they a... give only that talks like Hyacinth Bouquet no they don't Katie no they don't gotta go I to mean our, gotta go to our strengths this is our USP isn't it <laughs> it's all about the USP <laughs> all right so 100% thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you next time bye